Welcome to the Arrest or Mimics podcast with your host Ben Talon. Bonjour and welcome to Arrest All Mimics. My name is Ben Talon. This is the Original Thinking and Creative Innovation podcast. Hello everyone. I hope you're all good. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're enjoying the shows. I hope you're feeling creative. Students, how are you lot doing? I've been doing university tours the last week. Three talks in eight days. I don't know why I can never do anything by half, but there you go. They're all coming up because it's crunch time. So got some treats coming up for you guys. Um, I'm going to be talking to Hazel Mead, who is a student at Coventry Uni, who I met. We'll go into that story later, um, but watch this space. It's a nice insight into what students are feeling and you know how someone's dealing with everything that's coming up at the end of university. But that's for later. First, the weather, which is hours and hours on trains. Yeah, I've been spending a lot of time on trains. I've been at Plymouth College of Art. I'm, uh, I was at Coventry yesterday at the time of recording, Coventry University, um, on the illustration and fine art degree, which is really cool, really cool. Seeing the disciplines merging is quite exciting. And I am in Derby this Friday doing a talk as well, so it's all going on. It's tiring stuff, but it's well worth it. I've been making good use of the train journeys, like any good freelancer does, right? Anyway, thanks to the sponsors so much as ever for keeping this show free every week for you guys. Illustration Limited, my agency, representing over 200 artists, including today's guest, Smart Up Visuals. Yeah, these three ladies are very, very clever, creatively minded people. Hugely inspiring conversation coming up, but of course they're represented by Illustration Limited doing great stuff, representing a really wide range of people as these guys are going to show us with their graphic scribing work. Um, So thanks to them, founding sponsor. They've been propping up the show from day dot when I had no experience, no technical nous, and I had to get some 14-year-old kid on YouTube in America to show me how to edit on GarageBand. So thank you for the trust and faith. Heart Internet came on board not too long after. Numbers still weren't there. Um, they deal with everything from search engine optimization, how well you rank on Google, how well does your website do, are you being picked up in the searches where you want to be found. Uh, go and have a look. They do loads of cool stuff. They've got fantastic search engine optimization tools that make it very easy to find out how your websites report, how, how you're performing. They've got the basics of social media. Go back and listen to Nick Leach's episode. Uh, marketing director of Heart Internet, who was there right at the beginning of the dot-com boom, and they kind of rode the wave, and they know all about the stuff that we need to know about. So go back and listen to that for some really cool, basic meat-and-bones advice. Uh, Printed.com. Thank you also to these guys who I get all my printing done with. Um, They came on board most recent, but they work bloody hard to make this show get out there to the right audience, you know? Uh, I do two columns a month now, so go and check those out as well. Freelance advice over there. Um, so, printed.com do a lot of different stuff. They do over 90 different products, loads of different finishes, a really good customer service, really innovative work going on. Um, and I thought, I thought I'd tell a nice little story this week, actually. I had, I had, I had sometimes get students come and visit the studio, come by, and not just students, other people like to just come by and see what you're up to. They like to see essentially a room that is the inside of your mind blasted out over the walls um, and 
I had a student come by called Francesca Romano, who's a regular listener to the show, really lovely lass, um, Italian designer, and she came by just to see what was going on, really, and, uh, and check out my world, or my week, my working week world, so it was. And she came by, and we had a chat, and we had a cup of coffee, and it's all good. She's doing some nice stuff, you know, she's, she loves illustration, looking at doing more of it moving forward, and lo and behold, a few days later... I got a lovely little package in the mail with some postcards and and, a, and she'd taken the time to write a heartfelt thank you letter, which was wonderful because I don't expect that. I like to, I'm really just very passionate about this and I'm just happy to hang out with creative people. Um, anyway, yeah, I got a lovely little thank you package in post and she sent me some gorgeous uh, A6 postcards of her work, which were amazing and I loved it. So thank you, Francesca, for that. And the story there is just as a nice little lesson, I think, uh, of how you can use printed material in a very personal human way to to kind of not necessarily stand out, but just show that you care, that you're a decent person. And believe me, that goes a long way in the creative industries. So that's tip this week. Thank you to printed.com. Uh, I actually forgot the tip for Heart Internet there, didn't I? I'm going way too fast and waffled over it. Um, <laughs> apologies. Um, I wanted to reference Smart Up Visuals, today's guest's use of social media, and in particular, their image quality. It's one of the most important things that you have to think about in the creative industries, it doesn't matter what level you're at, it doesn't matter whether you've been going 20 years, for example, like Rod Hunt, who's been on this show and has got a sterling career behind him, who is a massive advocate of printed promotion, uh, especially with all the digital noise that's going on now. Um, but in terms of the internet, um, these guys really do think about their imagery. Go and look at Smart Up Visuals Instagram, which is just at Smart Up Visuals, all one word. Um, they you everything seems considered everything's nicely composed all the images are strong quality there's good photography going on there there's dynamic representations of the live work that they do that we're going to talk about in depth uh, and it's just one to look at and i think it's brilliant and i think they're a real uh, guiding light in in how you can effectively use the various social media channels so go and do your homework and have a look at what they're doing and that's courtesy of heartinternet.co.uk so without further ado what's my visuals all about so I met these guys by chance, actually, because we were. I was coming down to the Illustration Limited offices to chat to my agency about, you know, I drop in there and say, look, what's going on? This is what I've been up to. What have you been up to? What's next? And I, stand, I try and stay abreast of the industry and, and get some insight into what these guys are seeing on a daily basis, dealing with all, you know, my prospective clients, essentially. And in the office at the same time were the girls from Smart Up Visuals, uh, so I said hello, we met very briefly, and the guys at the agency said, you should totally get those guys on the show. They're, like, they're doing some really fascinating stuff. They're developing an app at the moment to for their graphic scribing. So what's the deal? So from the horse's mouth, this is um, Smart Up Visuals, and, and they describe themselves as being a visual storytelling company founded by three London-based artists. So Christina, Lena, and Karina draw on a broad range of skills, talents, backgrounds, including illustration, animation, design, media, and communications. This fusion of creativity with a strategic overview enables Smart Up Visuals to help correct businesses, sorry, connect businesses, to target audiences in imaginative and captivating ways. And believe me, it is captivating they're they are fantastic they care a great deal about their work they the minute i got through that door you can tell they're passionate 
So we met in London. Um, we found a space to record through um, some friends of Smart Up Visuals, so thanks to those guys. We got a room, and we, we basically stuck my mic down on a pile of boxes, and we talked about everything these guys have been doing. So originally from, originally from Lithuania, these guys are very, very clever. Um, I have to be careful not to use the word smart. They seem like a tabloid. <laughs> Um, they're very, very clever. They're very switched on. And most importantly, I left their building completely inspired. Um, they think forward. They're very well attuned to, to instinct, to the idea of, of following what's put in front of you and being quite open to suggestions, but also carving your own path and, and leading from the front. So it's one of the more inspiring conversations I've had. And I found we were on a real wavelength uh, to that degree. So I wanted to get the backstory. So what is graphic scribing? And what is this visual storytelling that they're doing and working with the likes of WeTransfer, LinkedIn, um, done TEDx work? They're, they're very, very ahead of the curve. They embrace technology. They, they work live. They work under a huge amount of pressure. So we're going to talk about that. How do they respond to working under pressure on the job? They work at conferences. They provide infographics, um, animated explainer videos for startups, uh, very bespoke service, and they do a lot of sort of editorial illustration as well. So it's madness. I don't know how they manage it, but I am hugely inspired, hugely switched on by what they're doing, and I hope you guys will be too. So got that coming for you in a moment. Um, also, these guys have got portfolios are represented on the, the Association of Illustrators who have been doing a great job of supporting my show. So thank you to those guys. Go and check them out. The AOI are there for everything that you're going to need in terms of pricing, um, legal side of things. If you've got a dodgy contract from a client, if you don't know what licensing is or what you should be doing for a certain job, they're the people. So go and check them out and listen to their episode that was on the show where they explain everything in the best way possible, better than I could. So thank you to those guys at AOI.com. Go and check them out. Uh, so without further ado, uh, thanks again to uh, Illustration Limited, Heart Internet, and Printed.com. And here we go, Smart Visuals. I meet them in East London and sit down for a very, very, certainly for me, inspiring conversation. And I hope you find that the same. Get us your thoughts on the Twitter at Arrest All the Mix. So you guys are from Lithuania, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, and all Lithuanian Ten years, six years, on and off. Seven years. Yeah. Mm, and do you know, did know. you know each other from Lithuania, or did oh, you meet Long stories. Um, me and Karina, we met in Lithuania, but we became close Perfect. friends here. Yeah. Them. And with Christina, we met I think five years ago, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That was on the trip. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> I think at some point you you just meant to meet some kind of people in your life. We do have a very like close Lithuanian community in London, so it seems like all of our friends kind of are in the same circles. So yeah. it was like a meant to be to meet one day and mm-hmm. we all creative have similar passions, so it's like it happened. But you know not all the time the click happens. So you can meet someone like once, but you never catch up with them. So energy brought us together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? It's true. Actually, I'm not gonna. Uh, we could be here all night if we start talking about all the philosophical stuff. But <laughs> it's interesting. Do you find? I mean, you know, when you move. We totally into it. <laughs> Pardon. We totally into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's all about that, really. Yeah, I think so. I, I think uh, it's hard to put it into words, but I just think I think when you're feeling good about what you're doing and you take it out there. I think the people you're open to seeing the opportunities. You know, do you do you, do you agree with that? Do you guys find that? Yeah. Yeah. We're 
big believers in like the energy mm -hmm. yeah what was you think the flow you will attract yeah. once you are in the right flow with yourself you attract the same kind of yeah. people into your circles and I think like each of us already have been seeing this in our lives for the past probably five years when you become aware of the little sensibilities or the signs or you know you just and I think mm -hmm. that you just feel when we merge this positive energy all of us together something magical happens and we've noticed that yeah that was actually the first time when we drew at the conference it's like 800 people for the first time we're doing something together no idea how it's gonna happen like you just know that you have to get to the result, but you don't know how. <laughs> it was yeah. three of us. So we created this like triangle and energy inside. <laughs> yeah. And while working, it's like, oh my god, this is amazing. And yeah. then you know, after this, let's go and have a bottle of wine and discuss this. And next day, follow up the coffee. I completely forgot that we've spoken about triangles, about like symbolical meanings of us three. Yeah. Well, first logo was a triangle. Well, it's still a triangle now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what you okay? Before we talk about Smart Up and where you're at now, what what are your kind of individual backgrounds creatively? Were you all creative people growing up? Yeah. Well, personally, about myself, uh, since fifteen, I didn't have life routine. So I wasn't the one who will be reading books constantly to find the stories, but I was constantly going either to the galleries or taking camera, exploring. So I wanted to experience things myself. And then I started studying, like got the passion in, in different fields of arts. Uh, I decided to study creative industries, which I couldn't do in Lithuania. That's why I moved in to London. Mm. And I studied communication and media at Brunel University. So it touched a lot of power of visuals and critical thinking and the ways to look into marketing and how actually people understand the way they perceive the visual side of it. Um, so we experienced from theory and then like as well creating either documentaries or something, but then you put that with intention, why you do that? You know, mm. everything has a reason. It's yeah. the same as right now in illustration or animation. Every single detail has a reason. Why yeah. is that? It's very interesting. And did you feel did you did you feel you really clicked with that way of thinking and you know? I think to be honest, what I've expected from the course was totally different from what I got, but I just soaked that in. So there were like a few modules that were not like my cup of tea, or I did not enjoy that much. But some of the psychological parts of it, or observations of the way people act and behave because of this and that actually makes you think that there are some kind of patterns, not with mm. everyone essentially, but at some point. So yeah. it was interesting and I got a lot, which now I can bring into, into smarter visuals. Yeah, that's really, yeah. So lots of, lots of chew on there. <laughs> so, and what about you guys? So with me, um, Christina, um, I you know, loved drawing from a very, very early age. I actually lived in suburbs of Lithuania, so it was one thing that kept me busy, yeah. having very little friends around to hang around. Drawing was something that kept me busy all the time, and my mom was happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> no trouble caused <laughs> sitting in the room, you know, sketching. Yeah. Um, you know, loved drawing throughout the school years as well, but got a little bit discouraged by some teachers because they didn't think that art is going to be a very substantial career for me mm. so they wanted me to focus on other things while my passion was art um, 
So in Lithuania, I never saw career path for myself. But when I came to London, I just it totally changed my opinion. Mm -hmm. I saw markets. I saw you know financial like value in it and people wanting to pay for your work. So that's how Smart Visuals was born because we recognize that there is a niche yeah. with our you know product offering art into business. Yeah. In a way. I wish I could put you guys in front of the government. <laughs> I really I, it seems like it's becoming almost every show that one that whole thing, that that old it's not sadly it's not an old attitude, but that that is there any money in that? Is that a real career? That that attitude that so many people have as a block for whether it's parents or whether it's people in the, around them, you know that whole attitude that creativity can and cannot be a, a valid career. It it truly is global. I've just been to Japan in November, and it's happening there. You know, it's a worldwide attitude among a certain, sadly, probably a majority of people. I think I read one article recently, probably two months ago, that one of the prime ministers actually brought a suggestion to reduce funding for art studies, so let's say on animation and, and, and things like that, just because something like economics or you know could be more beneficial. And I believe that they are watching from the side what could be more beneficial for the society, but they are not counting in, like as, as I had the thought, if there are businesses, they will need an economist and, and you know everyone else, but who will take care of the marketing? Like who will be the creative yeah. writer behind that? Who will be the one who will create the message that through three seconds will reach thousands of audience and mm. will make a high impact? There will be people who will be counting, but who will do that, you know, yeah. connection, emotional connection, I'll build that. And I think it just they some of the senior people they are like so, you know, back yeah. in the days and yeah. they're not catching up. But what what you just said, I think more and more people are already talking about this, and well, I can feel and sense the change. It's really interesting, you know, yeah, because it's going. It's almost like, in the, at that level, okay, let's say government and and people who are maybe not used to that way of thinking, there's a real reticence to to move forward. Yet in industry now, with with technology and with digital capabilities, and, and like you just said, people who can read between the lines and work with emotion and things. It's there's such a divide almost, and sooner or later, I think that way of thinking is is gonna. You can't ignore it much longer. That's I believe that. I think more and more people doing what you guys are doing, which we'll talk about in a minute, is inspiring. And sooner or later, that's got there's gonna be a tipping point. You know, mm -hmm. I think. I think people are now. I can see like becoming more powerful of their own destiny rather than like working for someone. Mm. So the danger is who will be working for who. Like, you know, if everyone will start their own. Yeah, well, I mean, more and more. Well, is, is 20, 2020, and we will have, like, all artificial intelligence doing the jobs that actually, you know, fulfilling our dreams, which is not bad. <laughs> let's, let's, uh, Lena, give a moment to Lena to introduce herself. Of course, yeah. Well, about the education part, right? <laughs> Just background, yeah. Um, and where did your creativity kind of... Yeah, so, actually, I was also drawing all my life. Um, I took private lessons from like painters of Lithuania and I went to art school and so on and so forth. Um, and then who brought me to London was the education because I was discouraged a lot being in Lithuania and being an artist or a creative thinker. Mm. 
Um, and I thought, okay, let's try London. You know, um, a lot of a lot of great uh, artists were born here, and I thought I'm gonna just try to see if my journey will be drawing and painting somewhere in the loft space or something. Mm. That's my initial idea. <laughs> um, but once I came here, I thought, okay, um, what do I want to study? That was my question. I thought of choosing architecture because it's quite substantial and it will bring you money eventually. Yeah. Um, but I thought, no, I'm too creative for that. And um, that, that occupation seemed a bit too manly for me, I guess. So I thought, I'll choose interior design. So to build up um, my kind of experience with working with programs and things like that, because I've already like uh, mastered my illustration style and the way I draw and the way I paint. So I'll just build that up. Um, and from my skill set, I thought at the end, that um, interior design is not the thing that I want to do. Um, I want to actually make art meaningful and even like bring it to business because I saw that London is so either very creative or either very business-like. Mm -hmm. So why not to like merge two things and have something in the middle and also make money from art? So very, landed very at the step of smart officials' door. <laughs> Yeah, mm. I keep saying smart, and I'm really not meaning it as a pun because that it sounds really tacky. But <laughs> just my choice of word. But it's that's great. It's interesting because there is often a disconnect between those two worlds, and it's not intentional on anyone's part. It's it's just you need someone to do what you guys are doing and actually sit down and go, "Have you thought about this?" And often it's just a case of, "Well, no. Why would I have?" I think we bounce back here that everything is one and at school we were studying different subjects as this does, you know, it's by itself and this by itself and does not have any connection but if you would know that actually you would need even math in the same architecture, you know, you would probably look into math a little bit different or anywhere else, like the different routines how to yeah. use. So it's the same like why, why we have the same maybe mindset that, you know, business was far, far, far away from the art. However, now things are changing because mm. of the innovation and those who are... So yeah. we see that tendency that actually our clients, they still don't know um, what visual communication is and they need to get educated. So this is, um, this is kind of a problem for the thing it needs to be well thought of um, from creative's perspective what, once they're looking for their uh, clients. Yeah. Once they're pitching somebody. Younger businesses and startups recognizing that design is such an important element you know, in marketing, mm. in the way you portray your, your whole business. But older and bigger businesses and corporations still struggle with that like older mindset. Yeah. But it's great that in London we have so many it's very exciting. <laughs> new businesses. It's very exciting. And also, I think well, part of the problem is because of this, the sheer size of some of these corporations, even if they want to implement that, to do that from the top right to the bottom in such huge companies is a, is a difficult task. I mean, you know, it takes time to... You get one creative person fighting the battle yeah. with it. Oh, God, yeah. Convincing. That's why we're called three musketeers. <laughs> Muscaterinas, Muscaterina. more correctly. <laughs> yeah. so, One of our friends called us, like, he is a Chinese guy, so he called us three Muscaterinas. <laughs> I, li I like it. Just random. Yeah. 
Is that can we expect that in a future uh, press photo shoot? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea, actually. Oh, well, we've got a Charlie Angels photo shoot already. Just do the lot and use them at different times. Yeah, just pull, just flood social media. Like. Actually, it works. Oh God, I love that. So, so can can you tell us what what is Smile? What Smile visuals? Can you give us a, a brief synopsis of what you're doing now and what you offer? Smart Visuals is a visual communication agency based in London uh, who specializes in live scribing of events mainly. But from this main product, we figured out and discovered that people want more mediums. So we introduced animation and presentation slides and whatever comes out of you know this product, mm. we use it. Facilitation, like graphic facilitation is really helpful too. For people in business. Yeah. And I mean, it looks, I was looking at your website today and it sounds like a really good, on many levels, the functionality of it, but also the, the it looks, it just looks fantastic too. It's a really, um, I think your brand is really strong. Thank you, um, thank you. Yeah, I really, yeah, I really like the way it's all presented. I think our main aim is to build the bridges between our clients and their audiences. Yeah. So they can understand easy and so we have to know who are our clients. But so be very open to get to know who are they audiences, so then we can deliver mm. to the highest. Yeah. To, to make an impact. So that's a big part of your your job, then I guess is that understanding. Is is uh, really, It actually is. Yeah, really taking care of, of kind of attention oh. to detail and listening. Mm. Listening, I guess, is a massive asset in what you do. Would that be accurate? Yeah. It is, especially yeah. in live scribing. You have yeah. to be so present, like you know, eight hours listening to content God, yeah. and then you have to digest that and all information that you think, you make a concept and then you illustrate that but meantime someone is still talking <laughs> so you still have to like you know write a quote and then like oh my god you made a mistake and then you just write on a you know sticky note and then you just stick it like on top and you just do illustration but it's multitasking that's why it's run by three women <laughs> <laughs> to be honest one of the animation designers and he's like a guy a good friend of mine he said what you're doing, girls, is totally amazing. But I see why it's girls. <laughs> yeah. It's like probably impossible, like, you know, to think. It's, it's difficult by the Although there are, like, some really good scribers. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're not being God. mean to guys. Is this scribing something that's been going on for a while? I, mean, I, I have to admit, I, I, haven't, I hadn't heard of it before. I was in the office at the agency at the same okay. time as you guys, and, and uh -huh. just after you'd gone, Juliet said you should definitely interview those guys. They're doing some like, really interesting stuff, uh, great for the podcast. So that's when I got in touch. And, um, but I hadn't heard of it before that. So, you know, I mean, I looked into what you did and I was like, brilliant. Is this kind of new or has this been going on for a while and I've just not noticed? It's been around for a while uh, since cavemen were drawing on us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's we try to the language. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was, you know, mainly founded in US and then mm. expanded all over. Yeah. This is the home homeland for Scribe. Yeah. Still niche know. though. Still niche in comparison with animation, which is for years and years and yeah. years in the industry. Scribe is still kind of a young medium yeah. to be in. People are looking sometimes even at events. The medium animation photography 
video and then blogs let's see how to represent what happened at the event yeah. but actually it could be a scribe that summarizes the content rather than just the picture taken of the person how he reacts to the content mm -hmm. so it becomes like a new medium that probably would the years would just we believe that live scribing will stay for longer and line drawing hand drawing will stay here for long but uh, we need to look into the future as well um, because we live in like this breakthrough digital breakthrough age mm. um, we started thinking about the ideas of what we can present to our clients what could be the next thing next new thing so we partnered with the tap fuse it's events app company and we created this live scribing app that offers um, live scribing and events um, tools for the clients. Mm. So we have this kind of new end thing going at the moment. It's called live scribing app. So anyone can find I was, it. I, I had my suspicions. I was just looking at what you guys do and the way you present it. I, I, it's kind of easy to see that you were, you're quite forward thinking as a company and that's, mm -hmm. that was it wasn't one of my questions about you know the, are you you know seeing that you do the animation and the live drawing from what i've seen in the last couple of years the live stuff and the animated stuff is, is quite big and getting bigger because it's kind of timeless you know like you say the digital thing and the moving image it's animation and moving image is going to become increasingly uh, popular and virtual yeah especially yeah, yeah. holograms looking like into the future everything is like already yeah. Like so we already live in the future. Like what, what we are calling the future, like all the virtual reality is already happening just on a smaller scale that it's gonna be like after oh God, we're, we're five there. years. We're there. Yeah, yeah it's it's all going on. It's a it's a fascinating time actually in terms of technology and, and digital advancements. So you actively you know, you guys do really try to stay ahead of the curve. Is that something Yeah, I think we try to kind of um, look over different industries and look from the bigger perspective and yeah. we see that a lot of industries are like mixing together a lot of techniques of drawing mm. are mixing together not even drawing but like let's say photography is now mixed with illustration and yeah. video so we're trying to kind of follow these new trends and implement them in our work as well and, and very frankly to say a lot of ideas come from us you know sitting in the room brainstorming but Many of them come from listening to what the client wants and you know some of our clients had great ideas suggested to us that we implemented um, and going to conferences and hearing in, like innovative topics each time does help you know to get your brain switched on and yeah. come up with better ideas. So we can't switch off of communication. We are visual but we need to hear yeah. what our clients say, what the speakers are saying and so yeah. Keep it all up. I also think like what Christina mentioned about the conferences. So we are not covering only creative conferences. We are co covering conferences like, like you know, business development, pharmacy, uh, design, uh, sustainability, like many many different concepts. But what happens within creative mindset, as we spoke already, like you look into different aspects how it circulates in certain industries but what you can do you can take the same kind of module and implement into yours no matter like where you are yeah. and try that out and test it because you know some things that are businesses right now are even taken from nature the way like ecosystem exists and everything you know so if you take those and implement you don't know like what could be the next thing yeah you have to think you have to feed the machines like I, and this is in the you know, last few years, I've I've really 
push myself outside of comfort zones because to exactly to your points you you just begin regurgitating the same things if you only ever feed your mind with the same you know reference points and the same oh, ideas okay. you know I, I i love just picking up random books magazines watching films that i might not normally gravitate towards going new places meeting new people the subconscious just soaks that stuff up and then you know when, when people sit there and go you know where did that come from or i don't know where that come from I don't really care. It's if it's in there, it's going to come out at some point, and hopefully at the right time, and, and trigger the right idea. You know, and looking further beyond your specialist discipline, way beyond, is I think one of the best things you can do. We had this funny joke about baking a cake from the same ingredients. I think we were joking with Karina about it. Yeah. That if you bake a cake from the same ingredients, you get the same results. Flavor all the time. Or yeah. Flavor. So if you want to change the flavor. You must change the ingredients. Yeah. At least one. Yeah. So if you look at our work, you will probably find out that what we are good at is using metaphors to describe complicated ideas with simple metaphor, yeah. which you guys just did using a cake, yeah. <laughs> cake recipe. Um, that's what we do. Easy to imagine and easy to implement mm. into your understanding the way things are. But when we are talking about very complex things, yeah. very complex things like that people don't understand, although they work in the company, but they're always looking for something. So it's like, and yeah. you drop the metaphor and then that they get it. Part of the brain, so they remember. Yeah. And that's how you create these metaphors, and that's how you create the picture, and that's how people remember. So it's yeah. magic. Circle of Actually, business is using that really well, you know. We are going up. Oh, no, 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 it's dropping down, dropping down. And then, you know, you, you understand this. Although only the numbers are changing, but there are, like, meanings. Yeah. Subconsciously. Do you feel the pressure when you're doing this stuff? You may you mentioned before that it's fast and furious and it can be eight-hour days and that kind of thing. Like, do you, are, you, do you, are you used to it now? Do you just embrace the kind of adrenaline or...? Do you, do you get stressed out? It's very stressful actually. The first day, it's like feeling that you're going to face hundreds of people with your back, obviously, but still. <laughs> Sometimes um, they just pull you and say, could you introduce this to yeah. 200 people? <laughs> because it's, <laughs> would, it, would it be fair to say it's performance as much as it is functional? It, it is, yeah. It's it part of it, it is. Yeah. But we represent a brand. We were, we normally represent bigger companies than ours, so it's our responsibility to make them shine. Yeah. I think the most important thing for us as a task, we want to help people who are there to understand and take away from the content as much as they can and more than they took away from someone's speech. So our visual should add. So if they take in like seventy percent mm. within the visual, they should be already like ninety, you know. So yeah. they understand more because they looked at something. Oh, this image is where you know John was talking about this and that, yes. and then he spoke about that. Right? Okay. Okay. I now I now remember. And this is like when Kate mentioned something, you know, about going outside and fishing yeah. the ideas. And, and oh, right. Okay. Okay. So for us is to create that kind of summary out of eight hours conference that actually has those main, main bits and arguments and concise messages. Yeah. What's being said. Adrenal adrenaline actually helps me to come up with creative ideas because if I sat alone in a room with white walls, I would probably struggle. Yeah. But when you're out there, 
you must create something, otherwise it's gonna, you know, yeah. be yeah. embarrassing. God, yeah, the pressure, just the pressure of being there in the moment, you have to respond. This, you know. Aren't artists lazy? I think I read somewhere that artists are actually so lazy because they already got the talent and you know you don't have to come up with something so you know that you will eventually do something unless you offer them to, you know, <laughs> you have to and you know time is going and time is running and push them out of their comfort zone. Yeah. You know sometimes art is used for meditation which is kind of switching off your mind whereas ours is opposite. Being yeah. present. Yeah. It's actually such a mindful thing. I've just realized like probably a year ago that what we are doing is mind training. mindfulness practice. Oh, yeah. Eight hours mindfulness. <laughs> and like um, the last conference I've been, I was in New York and <laughs> I was so bad that I woke up at one o'clock in the morning, six o'clock I had to leave for the conference. So I'm on the conference and I have to stay present and the conference ends at five o'clock, four o'clock. I'm so sleepy and this battle between myself, like, like you know, Okay, I still have to listen, like one hour, one hour, wow, so, yeah. you know, it's, Ultimate because if, if I just think about going and getting a sandwich and someone just saying the most important thing about the argument and I miss that, you know, it doesn't work like that, it doesn't work like that. Wow. Normally you fall asleep or don't fall asleep at all before the conference because you keep thinking about the ideas, about yeah. how... How the illustrations will look like. It's not so that bad. You got so much going on when you're doing this stuff, but I don't. Uh, wow. You just have. Yeah. It's constant education for yourself. Like we get educated on different topics, different industries, and then bring it back because we hear the ideas from people. We create metaphors, and then we're using it. We're certainly. Wow. Maybe you should start offering a mindfulness service. Mindfulness or any subject matters. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing in these people with scattered minds and making them draw for eight hours. <laughs> Listening to a fairy tale. You listen to a fairy tale and then you just draw. <laughs> so here's a question, and this is not on my list. You touched on sleep. Do any of you like wake up in the night? Like that, sat up in bed drawing on the air. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all my, all my blankets are scribbled in blankets. <laughs> I would 100% like, my mind is wired and I'm thinking creative ideas, you can guarantee I'd be sat up in bed talking bollocks about what I don't know what, it could be anything, it could be connected, it could just be something else, but I, I do have to wrestle to kind of rein myself in sometimes, you know, it's, I, I'm getting... I like to think I'm getting a little better with age. I've kind of switching off in the like evenings wine. now. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> But, geez, like if you have sleepwalking tendencies, you guys are screwed. <laughs> Every time I walk into my friend's house and it's completely white, I already imagine what I could do. It's like, it's the only see canvas can around. Just, can I just, you know, sign the small? <laughs> So, just to, to, to bring myself in for my stupid train of thought, um, <laughs> you've got some good clients going on there, BBC, TEDx, LinkedIn. Um, what, how did these kind of come about? Did they approach you, you approach them? Was it a mixture and, and kind of how receptive are a lot of your clients to, to what you do and your ideas? It's a mixture, I think. We've started pitching big companies at the very beginning of our business. Obviously, we wanted to get them on on our list of clients. 
Um, but then later on, we worked through that, and so they started coming back to us. So big companies are looking mm. for our services at the moment, which is hooray. It's probably the hardest thing is to get your first client, and then the word of mouth, and yeah. you, know, you have a little portfolio to show. Mm-hmm. It becomes easier and easier with, mm. with time. And it you feels fantastic. Well, your work proves yourself. Yeah. yeah, it's a great buzz, isn't it, when you get those first couple of mm-hmm. clients, you know, that other people will recognise and trust and buy into, you know, the trust in you. It's also very interesting, once you work with a big client, you know that they work with the competitors of yours, Yeah. and then they can compare, and then they say good words about your work, yeah. and that, why they chose you, and again, that feedback makes you move forward, Yeah. whether it's negative or positive. Yeah. And do you do you actively go after feedback from when you've done the scribing, or is it something that people are quite, you know, do they tell you there and then? If it well, well, how does that side of things work? We're usually very good with following up and finding out what worked and what can work the next time. That's so it. we can constantly improve. Brilliant. It's, a great it's important. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I think it's for us as we started bringing back to the days when we just started first, all of us still going to university, having a second job. Smarter Visuals was just like a little part of it, but we started getting events and you'll go to one event and someone will see, you know, you're, you're exposed to 200 decision makers and they will say, I've got an event as well and I want this. Mm-hmm. So they instantly see the values, not necessarily you need to do some kind of marketing because person sees how it works. It made an effect on me, it will make an effect on my mm-hmm. audience as well, so I want that. And that was, that's how the ball started rolling. Yeah. And that's why drawing life at the event is our best business card yeah. because we get to talk to the potential client at the event as well mm. so also it gets to see the work and the process and it just gives them the and greatest And it proves the power of visual mm. yeah. you know, Well yeah, there's no better advertisement than people seeing you doing what you're doing yeah. Advertising life Absolutely, um, yeah and also I guess I would guess that I mean, if you're there and you're in the zone for example and people want to come and ask questions about that I mean, they do. Yeah, I mean, is I mean that and that again. You know, surely that's exciting for those people too to, to come and talk to the artists to see that this is going on and it's it's undeniably cool. So you know, mm. I help, you know I guess people want to be a part of that and want to and want to kind of yes. You know, we recently introduced this new way of creating the artwork. Is uh, some of our clients, you know, they want the content to be delivered from the speaker or from the authority of the event, but others want the voice of the audience as well to be heard mm. so they hired you know us to basically interview the audience and bring the messages back to the board what what they think about the subject so it's like a co-creation yeah. piece and worked out brilliantly two-way communication not only like you know the teacher is standing in front of you and this is how it should be but actually okay what do you think because hundred of you probably have better ideas than i do mm. but that also depends on the mindset which is and when you see the message on the piece of paper, you know, written down and drawn, it, it sparkles another idea in you and you want to share it. So mm. it becomes it a discussion even between people. Mm. Like people will come to argue the breaks and they start to argue. Oh my God, like this is so dumb, you know? And that yeah. would be like someone will be like, no, but you know, you could do this and that. Or, and then if they see something crazy, like especially like from the audience, kind of like opens up their own box 
like freeze them out so then they're like okay i could think of something cool as well then <laughs> so this mind map, mind map could continue forever yeah <laughs> it could be a three kilometer discussion each, each idea influences another idea mm. but that's been so helpful for big companies as well because they're quite constructive in the way they do things so it opens up the possibilities so yeah. you can see and that blue sky and the possibilities flying around so they can choose whatever they want to implement into their business strategy mm. or something. I think it's what Lena just mentioned, it would draw a nice picture of a meeting of 10 people in a room mm. and they are talking for two hours solving like you know even 2017 strategy, goals, mission, what we did wrong but then once they leave the room it's like somewhere in the air Mm. But if you have it on paper, after two months and ten days, you come back, oh, this is what we discussed on the 3rd of Jan, this is where we are already, within what we've discussed, we achieved this or not. So it's a good way to reflect yourself mm. and to use it for documenting those. I just had a realization, this is what we need, we need a scribe for ourselves. Because what we normally do is scribe for people, for other companies, but once we start talking, we have so many great ideas. You're hired. Us three. You got a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea. <laughs> well, what we will just do, just listen to this conversation. I was just going to say, hey, <laughs> by yourself and Zoom microphone. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're going to approach them for sponsorship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We'll put you a little more. But you know what, that's, that's really fascinating. And again, this is going a little bit off, off track. But Actually, why don't we do that? After this podcast, we describe that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm posted on social media as well. Oh my god, it seems like I just <laughs> made myself so yes. You made yourself busy for the rest of the February. Oh well, <laughs> things happen. Probably beautiful things would come out. We could yeah. illustrate every single podcast of yours. Imagine people are talking. Oh my god, imagine that. And then they Amazing. see the podcast illustrated. That'd be great because there's been a lot of a wide range of characters on this show. So imagine. Cool. <laughs> Actually, I had a discussion with one podcaster like who, who talks to people and he was very interested into coming into cooperation to do that. Mm. So to have visualized podcasts so people can, you know, Nice. Take away, take away illustrated map of that show. As well. And then a book. Wow. And be continued. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Love it. Back to the track. It's so good. <laughs> Feeling inspired in the room. It's, it's interesting though, because you got me thinking then. I'm, I wrote an article, I do a monthly column for Design Week called Freeman State of Mind. And the last one that I wrote was about um, how I find myself every January or that, the, around that New Year time when it's like a bit reflective mindset. I always seem to, and my focus never seems to be on illustration, even though that's what I do primarily to make my living. Yeah. But my point of the article was being that by going out into these other areas and, and trying new things and these new challenges, it ultimately feeds the illustration. Yeah, absolutely. Indirectly, like we talked about then. So this year's, I'm trying to write fiction novel. So it's like, I've really kind of raised the bar of a challenge this time, but it, it's, it's become a compulsion now, an addiction. I find myself taking afternoons off to go and write now. But you have to follow yourself, to you be honest, do. because you, you never know like why you went there to explore something yeah, that can exactly. actually influence you on the bigger purpose, like thing. after one year. And I said in the article, okay. many of them have fallen flat, sometimes embarrassingly so, like life, so I've done lots of life things that haven't worked, and that's fine, you get good stories, you get experiences, you learn as much what doesn't work to what does. But part of the process now that I've been doing in this fiction novel, constantly getting new ideas, spotting things on the bus, seeing something in a cafe that 
might work for this character development. And I've got this no ever-growing notebook. And often it's quite disjointed. It's just little thoughts or a word or a suggestion or something. But you find when you come back, like you guys just said, so I don't know, six weeks later, for example, uh, and you look at a one word, it, you see it with, you, okay, you remember the initial meaning, but now with new input, it connects and it becomes something new. And I'm finding this a really great way of, of telling this story. And it's just, I'm, you know, I'm doing it, I'm learning on the job doing this stuff, but I just, I love it. And it, it actually is not far off what you just said about I got a feeling that you're naturally becoming a scriber. Yes, you were. <laughs> <laughs> we just found you. Ah, yeah, nice. <laughs> With a notebook. <laughs> and that one word after three months that you saw that brings you the meaning. Wow. I, I love it. I really I love what you're up to. Um, so, I'm going to go next. We've covered so much. Yeah. <laughs> What's coming up? What are you, what are you, what are you working on anything exciting at the moment? We're going to Morocco tomorrow. Uh, business trip to Morocco. Business trip. One week. To where, sorry? Marrakesh. Okay, brilliant. It's just three of us going away, um, you know, with a piece of paper and we'll put the ideas for the 2017, see what we can plan ahead. Brilliant. Probably not even 2017 only, but even like on a bigger scale. Yeah. Um, two twenty, creating back to two thousand seventeen. Wow! So you're just you're just a new environment. You're just kind of go yeah. and mm-hmm. wow, guys, that's inspiring in itself. Because I often tell myself I should do that. We hope the, the hot hotel walls are white because <laughs> <laughs> we're bringing some color. <laughs> Imagine that. See, I'm Otherwise, we're gonna need some sheets, bed sheets. <laughs> banned, banned for just drawing on hotel walls. That'd be great. You'll be hearing more. What a great piece of PR that could be. If you want to get, if you want to be like smart up a hotel, we'll yeah. open one. So you get into one hotel. Bingo. Smart hotel. Be Imagine awesome. you go into one, and all the walls are all about um, physics, and another <laughs> all the walls are about cooking, and you see like plenty of recipes and how to make something. That's and the, oh my god, and everything's open up. You should don't share too many ideas. Share it all. Get this out then. <laughs> Scribe criminals. That can be a like weekend gig. Oh, well, oh we did one. So, <laughs> we did one in Shoreditch. Like nice criminals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what gorilla style? Sorry. You went and did what? Just gorilla drawing in Shoreditch. Yeah, no, no, no. No, 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 it was beautiful. Street art. Street, yeah. Beautiful street art with people. Legal, all legal then. So good. What's next? So what's next? Well, we've got the scribing app. I think we are expanding, uh, looking into targets outside UK as we've been doing that so far. Illustration Web is our agents like we as well who are bringing clients our way but people are contacting us from Dubai. Uh, we got conferences in New York and Europe as well. So there are like quite a potential partners where we should be, uh, where people already know what scribing is, where there is a lot of content and conferences going on then our service could actually be very valuable of the value for, for, for those people. So creating partnerships with event um, platforms, um, event suppliers like kind of like being being in the way. And I think my, my main um, point would be within smart visuals what we've discussed, um, uh, when you go to event um, organizers spend maybe half here finding a speaker but you know he is there 
as a star for one hour and he leaves mm. what's you know what's left if, if you miss something so as I, I think I've mentioned already like photography will capture the emotion video will capture the whole actual eight mm. hours blog post what it was all about and scribing will be the visual presentation of that so strongly making it as a medium to be used maybe mm. even like in television news you know you, you really are thinking multimedia I like it yeah it's it's many many it's not like one of the wow factors for one time to have yeah you could have 12 events throughout the year and after 12 events you'll have 12 visual representations of what you've been talking about that could be a great book or used for social media as a post single yeah. message single post that's what you can actually do through the live scribing app. So if you, let's say, say something um, meaningful, which we translate into a quote and, and a visual, people can straight away click, share it on Facebook and Twitter, instantly, mm. Insta graphics. That's, that's brilliant. <laughs> well, that, and how was that, how was that process developing an app? We just had too many ideas, like for two years. <laughs> we wanted this so badly. Yeah. Like, you know, when you see that this is marketing, but, People are using for marketing products and we're using knowledge. So we just mm. promote ideas and knowledge. Lena was most involved in the app creation, mm. so maybe you could say a few words. It's about the partners. What was the question exactly, sorry? It's about the process of developing an app. I mean, was that was that an easy process? Was it was it something that took some, some um, work in? The app was actually created already. So those guys, Tapfuse, they had an app. Events yeah. app, oh, okay. but we've merged that live digital scribing with an app itself, um, and they shaped it around our app and our needs. Brilliant. Um, so now, if the client wants digital scribing, he can have the tools of event management within an app as well. Um, he has different branding itself as well, live scribing app, um, and people can see visuals coming live straight onto their social feed and share it to the social media um, while someone, um, one of the live subscribers is drawing let's say at the real time of the event and then those images are instantly being posted on the feed. So instead um, of somebody coming up with, um, and taking photos and sharing on social media they have it already high quality pictures on their phone and they can share it straight away. And another thing is that we've been thinking probably already three years ago that we are getting clients interested even from Australia or somewhere that far away but you know to get there for let's say to send a team of two or three people it will mm. like a lot of expense how could we do that from the distance and but doing it live and in the beginning you will go like to events and talk to internet providers even like you know is it possible and some of them told like it's it's very difficult because you have to ensure that the actual event is having a wonderful like you know stream and if you don't get this you know mm -hmm. our product is like imagine for two seconds even breakthrough and we don't have the content for another five minutes we yeah. can't develop the illustration and what happened now with the app everything is done through the service so it uploads so we are actually sorting out so this. i think what our client has to understand now is that doesn't matter where the event is happening, our team can do live scribing for them. For example, the event is happening in New York, we're here in London, we are listening to um, live, stream. live stream, exactly, and we're illustrating and then those images are being posted uh, or projected onto their screens at their event. Without us physically being there, yeah. Magic happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you going to do a two-pack style hologram? 
<laughs> and then you musketeer. What was the what was the word? I forgot musketeer. Musketeerina. I think the word. Musketeerina hologram. Karina, Christina, <laughs> Lena. Yeah. Unbelievable. I love it. So good. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, the last bit I always ask people, um, Shaq in the tank, and I ask people for a love and a hate. And it's, I'm, 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 never sure, I'm always never sure what to do when it's groups that I'm interviewing, but I'm, I'm going to ask each of you for a, a love and a hate. And it's very loosely, creatively themed, but it can be as... Playful, as serious, as silly as you want. What is it? I ask people for a love and a hate. Love and hate? Yeah. The last section. About, about what we do? Or? I always say very loosely, creatively, but it's a really lateral question. For example, somebody who's recently become a mother and is freelancing for her hatching in 5am. And then the episode before that, someone gave a really deep philosophical answer, so it's completely open-ended. It's, it's both for love and hate, or it's combined? <laughs> Whatever you want it to be. We're already throwing it. <laughs> I know it. I think I know it. Mine would be traveling. It's both for love and hate. Because we get to travel a lot with our work. Yeah. And we love it so much. But at the same time, it's quite tiring. We miss home sometimes. Yeah, we miss home. <laughs> I think that could sum up like for us three, unless Christina has something to add. Because... You know, you get excited to see new places, but at the same time, yeah. when you're working for eight hours or nine hours, like the last thing that you want to do is like chill out. And normally, you're it's like, just the teaser outside. You see that beautiful picture. Let's say you are in Switzerland, you see mountains outside, but you know, you'll be stuck in the conference inside yeah. um, for like five days in a row. You'll only have half a day to explore the surroundings. Mm -hmm. That's a shame, but we still love it. Yeah. But still get to see it. <laughs> it's the classic, isn't it? I sometimes go and do talks in universities and colleges and events. Same thing. It's like sometimes you just get there and it's like holiday in, event, quick glance at a few things and back and then you feel like, but then I'd rather be there than not. So, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I get you. <laughs> just rather take it. To me, love and hate is like there's been so much in conversations going on about the Brexit and foreigners coming over here and, and taking the jobs and I just want to like thank you know, this country for accepting us and it just opened so many doors for us to, to explore and, and build our careers and it's really great that we've been accepted mm -hmm. um, but at the same time we're not just sitting here and you know we're traveling a lot we're taking our innovation and our product further so it, while Britain is home right now like the whole world became our our home all of a yeah. sudden mm. through Britain. And it became so small actually at the same time. Yeah. Why are we so small when we start traveling? I think great great things happen when you give people opportunity. So it's, mm. it's great. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say like about love and hate. I think the opportunity that we took, all three of us, because we took we opened the door to the opportunity. We didn't know what's hap gonna happen next. And it was a roller coaster as we told. Like, you know, mm. to be like where we are right now, to call it off effort, time, nerves, um, mm. courage, going through yourself mentally, not physically. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if technology keeps speeding up, you never know. <laughs> well, unless you choose sport to relax, this is what we did because you know, you're like stressed, like, what to do next? And like, the journey has been so different, so. Mm. 
at some point that, that we, we were setting like I, I don't remember like how many years ago but there was like a point like should we continue you know it's very niche and then you you stuck for this you you end up I think it was three years or two and a half years once like growing from the startup to small business you have breakthrough so this is like the love and hate where you have like probably each each of us who is doing something you know creating himself probably at some point meets that like whether I'm in the right direction is that really happening should yeah. I continue or maybe no or am I wasting my time or actually am I investing into something but then I have to be patient so for all that we've learned is all the patience and how to yeah. to look at the things and how it's to it's called entrepreneurship dilemma I think <laughs> yeah. it's a good and dangerous question to drop at the end because we're just like there's a writer who's on the same, there's 400 creators where, I, where my studio is, and um, there's a writer called Stephen there, and he, we were chatting one day about that whole thing of um, sometimes not knowing if you're going in the right direction, creatively, professionally, whatever. And he told me about, and I can't remember who he said the writer was that wrote about this, but he called it Invisible Hands. Um, yeah. And he says that, you know, it's that feeling of, it's very hard to word it, but when you when you start to go in the right direction, it's almost like... Everything goes with the things will, Like we said earlier, yeah, things will present themselves. Yeah. Small opportunities, big opportunities, whatever it is, the right people, things will start to emerge. And when you recognise those and, and go for them, yeah. it's almost like there is a path. It's, it's hard to see, apart from yeah. in hindsight, but I guess intuition is the only way. It's a big awareness thing, again, being present. Mm. That's why I think, because we've been through this journey, we've been through the journey of like awareness and self-development, we apply this to business as well. Mm -hmm. I think what I've learned that everything that happens, you can say that, oh, I want this, but it's not happening just yet. As you would say, those hands are not coming, you know? Mm -hmm. So maybe I'm not on the right direction, but actually it could be those little things teaching you, preparing you for something bigger. Mm -hmm. And you take it as a lesson, like as a challenge, rather than look at it as into the problem. So you, you know how to deal with this. The next time when it comes, you will just sort it out like so fast. So. Everything what happens happens for the reason and happens for the good. Yeah. But you have to be like strong enough yeah. to allow this to happen and let it go. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a lot to hate there, but let's hope we will be only focused on love for twenty seven years. <laughs> and well, yeah. we are already. Yes. We are already. It's all about love, right? Yeah. Because what's the negative? This is how we waste, waste end energy. of our conversation. It's all about love. So we talk one hour or two hours. It's all about the love. <laughs> <laughs> it completely is. It completely is. It does. Hate it is a waste of energy. Exactly. Well, done. Hate is gonna hate. <laughs> love is not the love. <laughs> 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 love I saw a t-shirt recently on a big, again, just again, there's like, so many offshoots in this conversation, but I'm a massive wrestling fan, like WWE, and um, you know, the American big men in trunks, oh, yeah. slamming each other around. I, I work for them as well, I, I, it's my dream client. And um, there was a t-shirt one of the wrestlers had recently and it said, um, the front of it just said, haters wanted, and then on the back said, the old ones are starting to like me. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was genius. Awesome. Well, <laughs> you guys should do something. You all like yeah. 
Imagine that rolling into your events with that hairs one hit. Boom. <laughs> there we go. And lastly, where can people check out your work? I think heat is an album. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. No, I love it, I love it, I love it. Never so stop, never stop. Keep going, you just opened up a box. Love I hate to You can't close it, I can see you're trying, but it's not happening. I'm not, not trying just yet. Okay, I'm not trying at all. Not just yet. I'm trying to think about the song. Have you, well, have you ever about, thought about, you know, becoming a therapist? <laughs> no, it's a sad song www.smartambitions.com yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We're quite, uh, Come and laugh with quite us. Quite active and <laughs> Come, Come, and, that is a Come and love with us. Follow us on Facebook and put a lot of hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Twitter and tweet us, retweet us. Smart officials. Absolutely brilliant. It's Instagram as well. <laughs> a lot of emojis going on there. <laughs> <Brilliant>. <laughs> So what did you think to that? That was a real dynamic chat, right? They, they, they're brilliant, quite frankly. Um, thank you so much uh, to the ladies from Smart who make Smart Visuals. Um, they're great. They're really cool. So cheers to Christina, Lena and Karina for taking the time to chat to me during a very busy schedule. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed last week's show with Stan Chow. Uh, big one, big response, good numbers. Uh, you know, right up near the top of the industry at the minute. So cheers to Stan for that, and thanks for supporting and sharing the show. Um, got so many guests coming up. I've had so many conversations recently, and I've gone pretty nuclear on um, on meeting people and making sure I've got an absolute heavyweight lineup of people coming up. So among that list, we've got Sandra Dinkman returning to the show to talk about her mind-blowing children's book. It's a children's book debut on No Brow, no less. Um... Got them, got that coming up. We've got Lucy Rogers coming up. Been in the game some time now. Real heavy hitter, one of my inspirations at university, so that's very exciting too. Got Slazy coming up very soon. David Price, Arsenal photographer. All going on. 
all going on. Going to be putting together a few specials too as well. Like I mentioned, we've got Hazel Mead coming up, looking at the graduate side of things. Arts Thread are going to be telling us what makes for professionalism and important you know, traits that new graduates need to have. So it's, like I say, it's coming. It's happening. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the listens. Keep spreading the word and um, drop us a review on iTunes if you get a second. So thanks once again to the guys from Smart Up Visuals. Go on and check out their stuff. They're on social media pretty prominently. Smartupvisuals.com on the website. Very, very cool people. Inspiring stuff. So keep checking in. Thanks again to the sponsors, Illustration Limited, illustrationweb.com, my apologies, heartinternet.co.uk and printed.com. And thanks once again for listening in as ever, guys. Your support is very, very invaluable. I love doing this thing, but without you guys, there would be no point and it would be nothing. So cheers and see you very soon. Thank you.